We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Considering I might not be able to use one of my top three because I need to go differential, maybe I can't use two of my top three. Um, it it would be know. kind of awesome if you won MLS Fantasy with Will <laughs> Bruin. And Wando. And Wando. (laughs) This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Bazo. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire, joined on this Monday evening by Skylar Redpath and JD Bazo to talk about the final week of the spring season of uh, MLS Fantasy. We're pretty sure it's the last week, right, guys? <laughs> we think it's oh, a, this time. it's uh, it's actually week twenty three now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's actually they've actually just uh, decided. Yeah, sorry if we've... It's the entire the season. Game is included. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was Don't a lot of confusion. Um, I left JD and I leave for one week, and all of a sudden, we're getting schedules wrong. It's uh, I don't know what uh, what's going on, but it seems like this was a, a fairly widespread belief that week twenty one was the end, and yet apparently it wasn't. 
So JD, well, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so I'll circle back because I earlier in the year I was saying week seventeen because it was the halfway point, which also was on the if you go to the league uh, rules and regulations, the, like the official kind of document you assume like some lawyers or something wrote. It had references to three different weeks that it was going to end: week seventeen, twenty-one, and twenty-two. Um, and then we were discussing a few weeks ago, right before I left for vacation, I thought it ended the week, like the all-star game was the middle and Skylar said, no week 21. And I was like, okay, that's, I, then I looked and that was correct, uh, based on what I read. And, uh, it turns out we were both right. It was just in different places. And I mean, like the, the most basic thing you could possibly mess up about the fantasy game, uh, somehow wasn't messed up in two ways. It was three different ways. <laughs> Some things you hovered over and it said week 17. Uh, some things you hovered over it said something else. Apparently, MLS was giving, uh, when people were asking, they were told week 21. I think the person in first place actually tweeted that at Ben Bayer. So, um, I don't know, just a, a totally bizarre situation that works out in my favor because it gives me an extra week than what I thought I had to catch up. Um, That's right. You we... Thanks to Diego. I have a little more catching up to do, but <laughs> uh, that's right. So JD is going to do his best to be helpful in this podcast without giving away his total strategy for the final week here. Um, yeah. Because I mean, he's, you... you're sitting second, second overall with one week to go. I made up only four points last week. It looked like it was going to be 10 or more points that I was going to make up. And then Valeri went from one point at halftime to I think 13. Yep. Um, I, f- I faded him and used Rusnok instead, but um, oh well. I mean, if, if you've listened to the podcast at all this year, you probably know what my normal lineup would be this week. I mean, it's not hard to figure out the, the teams and the players I've been uh, liking recently, even though I haven't been on the podcast. But um, yeah, I have to do something a, a little bit different to try and make up these points. And there's also people hot on my tail um, they could pass me up, and since money's a factor, I guess I have to think about that as well. Because second right now has a thousand dollar prize. I think it goes down to seven fifty and five hundred. Is that right, Skylar? Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, but yeah, landing one of those would definitely help. Probably offset some of the the funds you spent over in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. And the the funds I spent or lost on Yahoo because I was in the pouring rain. Um, watching Zlatan on Saturday. Of course. Oh, man. Of course. Uh, J.D., <clears throat> the question I asked Skylar before you came on uh, that I'm going to ask you now, uh, what how, what do you, do you think your realistic chances are of winning this whole thing? Um, I don't like 10%. It's not good. That's not bad, though. No, I mean, all, all I ask for is a chance. I mm-hmm. mean, I, there, you know, there's times earlier in the year, I'm sure if I, I go back and look, it's like, oh, I messed up this switcheroo a little bit, or I forgot about this guy um, and didn't put him in, or he was starting and I left him in and didn't have that extra extra chance at points. But, um, you know, if I add up all my little mistakes, I bet I'm, I'm in contention. But the other people could say the same thing. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm glad I have a fighting chance this week. Um what, what I really hate about this year's version of the game, and I'm, I'm assuming this was just an oversight or something they don't intend, but I hate that people can see my lineup before players lock. Mm. Because now all the guy in first place has to do is check the lineups, check my team, 
two minutes before each kickoff and assume that that's going to stay the same, and he can just match my players exactly. Yep. After the first kickoff. So, I mean, I'm going to have to try and be on here switching players in and out with like 30 seconds until kick. Over so over four separate days. Because yeah, we have matches that's a, Wednesday, that's Thursday. A, well, I guess you're double game week players. Yeah, and I don't want to accuse anybody of uh, pulling that strategy or whatever, but I mean, the, the lineups among the top have been fairly similar, similar the last couple of weeks. And if the guy in first place was not potentially thinking about doing that or has been doing that, then he's probably not not taking full advantage of the rules and what's available to him. So um, I don't know, fair play if that's that's within the mechanics of the game, but now it's up to me to, to waste time in my life trying to um, counter <laughs> counteract that just because MLS couldn't uh, put out a, a solid product. But hey, it's it's free money for me, hopefully, however I finish. So how much can I can I possibly complain? I mean, I, I sink a lot of time in, so I guess I can complain a little bit, but... Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's it's an ideal scenario. I mean, it's pretty much anybody can see anybody's team. Um, I'm seeing it even in the uh, just right down to the league play. I'm first in the Atlanta United League by a point right now, but my opponent, uh, guy that's number two, felt like we were playing cat and mouse last week. Um, ended <laughs> up with just just one one differential player, and that was BWP and Javinko, which they both scored seven points so those were a wash so yeah i mean it's you know and we're we're one point within each other so it's almost like you know pretty much any sharp player is going to be looking at their opposition this deep in the season so yeah as well think, as be. yeah yeah i mean rightfully so if it's if it's available but yeah I, I agree with you i don't think that um not sure that mls fantasy necessarily meant for that to be a part of the game this season Wait, so it's never it been be some, before yeah like so that, it might be it's never been a thing before though. Yeah, I I don't know. I just how don't you think about that? I'm gonna <laughs> probably the the same way you don't think about the uh, the dozens of other issues. Season, yeah. yeah, in the season uh, dates, that kind of thing. But oh my god, I mean, hey, just this, read, read it before you put it out. I mean, how don't you get the rules right? I I've actually of... not complained all year. Like when everyone, I mean, maybe a little bit, but when everyone's flipping out for the first couple weeks of the season, it was whatever. But. Uh, I, I can't believe you get the end date. Uh, how You couldn't botch that more if you tried, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, hopefully the fall season goes a little smoother. Uh, what are your team values at this point, by the way? 151.2. see. Mine's getting up there. I'm at... I'm at 148.5. Yeah, I'm at 155.1. Yeah, holy cow! I haven't heard Andrew <laughs> complain about his team value in a while, so I figured it was better. I remember I was complaining when I, when like everybody was at one eighteen, and I was like, I'm never gonna get to one eighteen, and now I'm at one, <laughs> like at this point, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how quickly they. I, I assume they're gonna readjust all of the prices for the yeah, second season, like, but it sounds like there's a player price reset, and yeah. then they're gonna they're gonna tweak it based on their performance so far. Um, but I think everyone's going to be largely more affordable. But we're not going to have, like, the steals that, like, they just didn't account for, like, the 4.0 Philadelphia, Mark McKenzie, Philadelphia center back, things mm -hmm. like that. Um, so that could be tough. Maybe we'll have to look at some guys that are transferring in or who knows. I think it's going to be tighter pricing for the second half. Um, 
But yeah, that's next week's podcast, that's and right. everyone should tune in because we have a whole uh, first half of the year's uh, insight to to share, and hopefully I'll have won, and then I can just focus on helping you guys out because I don't I don't need to win a second time. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> Uh, you guys are the experts, so I'd be perfectly content having Skylar win the second one. Um, I can't even creep into the top 100 this in this one. So, but you were top uh, top 10 last year, right? Uh, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, it was two years uh, ago, and then you took down a All Star Game prize that year too, that's right? right? Or was that that was last year? Last year. That was last okay. year. Yeah. Um, so don't act like don't act like you're some scrub <laughs> off the streets or something. Come I on. think any of my MLS fantasy successes are direct. Uh, correlations to how good you guys are at this podcast and the rankings because <laughs> I really don't use anything else um, like f- full stop I don't use anything else that's what I use so um, yeah I wonder what would happen if my rankings weren't published all year if uh, all these people would be so close to me I assume yes I don't want to think so because sometimes can't help but think I'm shooting myself in the foot <laughs> Uh, it's the tough world of touting. Skyler will tell you all about that. Uh, all right, let's go into week 22, final week of the spring season, we're pretty sure. Um, we have eight teams on double game weeks because we have um, three games on Wednesday and two games on Thursday. Not all of those play twice, but uh, the teams that are playing twice are D.C. United, Houston, um, the Galaxy, New York City FC, the Red Bulls, Orlando, Seattle, and San Jose. Um, I guess we can get it out of the way first. Uh, are there any guys off of those teams that you guys are thinking about? You mean not on those Not teams? on those teams. Uh, not really. I mean, it, I, I would totally understand if someone wanted to look at Yosef Martinez, but I, I mean, I'm playing all double game week players unless something really goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Skyler? Yeah, same. There's too many double game week teams uh, this week to to go with a single game week player, but, uh, you know, I, I could see, I guess, where somebody would want to latch on to a guy like Joseph Martinez who's been as hot as he yeah. is. But Or uh, uh, think... Quintero against Vancouver who have been a dumpster fire. <laughs> right. I mean, Vela at LA is a good single game week. Diamande even. But yeah, Diamande would I'm not be. Feeling maybe, it. I mean, yeah, my favorite single game forward might be Diamande over Quintero and uh, Yosef. But really, nowhere near actual consideration for your team. Pro- yeah, probably not. Yeah, I mean, which is fine. I get it. Um, I don't even know why I asked Skyler. I'm pretty sure Skyler's never rostered a single game week player on a double game week with more than two games. I think it's happened recently, um, just with the way that the, just with the way that the week played out. But it, it was probably a, a double game week with just you know one or two DGW teams. Yeah. So, but yeah, <laughs> you're right. I mean, it just it just makes sense. I mean, you give give your stuff the the chance to earn more points. So, mm-hmm. yeah, let's see why now not. It, I was a little insulted. That sounds like way more of a Skyler thing to do than a JD <laughs> thing to do. Roster a single game week player. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I would all road road double game week. Oh, there we go. That's right. That's right. So Skyler, I assume because they have two home matches, you're going to play four guys from DC United. You know, Wayne Rooney's in the mix for me. I just I'm not confident that he starts uh, both games and and goes 90 minutes. In fact, I'd uh, be willing to wager that he does not 
Um, and then after that, it's really hard to determine which DC guys you want to roster. I think I'll probably end up with Alcid and Goal. Um, you know, just two home games. For me, it's it's uh, pretty decent matchups for them. You know, New York Red Bulls is going to be tough, but Colorado Rapids at home seems like a clean, a good clean sheet opportunity. So, Alcid's locked in. Other than that, I mean, it's really, it's like Yamil Asad is attractive. They've got a few pieces in their midfield that um, are high on the radar for me, but I just, you know, there's no guy that jumps out at me from DC. Yeah, Zoltan Stieber's had uh, six points or more in five straight games. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, the, Stieber's the, on the radar. Yeah, the, the problem I have with him is only one of those five games did he get more than one bonus point. Um, it's all goal and assist production, plus, I mean, the minutes that he's playing. Um, and then I think he has two shots or less in every single game. Um, so, I mean, if for someone like me, if I'm looking at upside... Um, Steber could be a good play, but he also has, has some downside there. So I need to, to figure out, first and foremost, if I'm going to put him in a bench spot going into that, that first game there. Okay. Um, San Jose actually has two home games as well. Seattle and RSL, which feels, I think both of those teams you would take, um, that you would rather play before you play the Red Bulls, although DC also has Colorado, which Colorado now without Dominic Baji. Um Anyone from Seattle with uh, serious consideration? I mean, Seattle, oh, yeah. uh, San Jose, excuse me, San Jose. Um, oh, San Jose, that's tougher. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to I've Seattle. got Tarbell ranked like fourth for my goalkeepers. I don't think I'm going to end up going there. I mean, he's just been he's been pretty bad. Their entire team is just in shambles right now. Yeah. Coaches and players arguing with each other, and that kind of thing is never good for uh, team camaraderie. So I don't know. I think San Jose continue to struggle. I'm just I'm probably avoiding them this week. Although I I will point out that Wando's five goals away from breaking the all time goal scoring record. So it could happen this week. I'm not calling it. I'm just saying it could. Five goals is within reach. You know it's gonna be hilarious when Wando breaks it like in a year, and then Joseph <laughs> Mar Joseph Martinez passes him like the next day because he just keeps getting hat tricks. Mm-hmm. It's not a crazy uh <laughs> Do you think I mean this has nothing to do with this week, but do you think Yosef Martinez sticks around long enough to uh No. No, no way. Okay. To for the all time goal scoring record mm-hmm. in MLS? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that's not gonna happen. Okay. I mean he's gonna break the single season this year unless something goes insanely wrong. Mm. He needs five more and he has like eighteen games. <laughs> <laughs> or no, he has the what? Fourteen games left. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, 13 okay. Or yeah. So, needless to say, the based on his one goal per game rate so far, he's uh sitting pretty. He could shatter the record. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be fun to watch. Um. So nobody on San Jose. Um. I I'll say this: they have two home games. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I think I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a San Jose player almost for sure. Wow. Danny just, Hosen. Maybe I mean it could be Vaco. Um, it it yeah. even could just be a safe guy on the bench like Youngworth. Um, we'll have to yeah, see. That, that could be a good differential play. I mean, a guy like Hosen, you know, one of the guys that's really been scoring majority of their goals this season, and and 
They just they don't have too many other guys that are going to step up and score goals besides maybe him and Wando. Like, yeah, you might get one every now and then from Baco or Erickson. But, yeah, Hosen, he kind of jumps off the, the board as a good differential play this week if you need to gain some ground. Mm-hmm. Hosen's taken two fewer shots than Josef Martinez and scored 12 fewer goals. Not that we have yeah, to compare no. Josef Martinez to Danny Hosen, but... I mean, if Hosen was playing uh, in Atlanta and Martinez was playing in San Jose, I bet they'd be pretty close to even. Hmm. I like that take. I, like I mean, it. Yosef's a little bit better, but I mean, when a little that bit. ball... What'd I say? <laughs> a little yeah, bit better. I, well, yeah, he's a lot better. But <laughs> okay. There we go. If Al Marone is just pinging the ball onto Hosen's head, he could finish it too. Hmm. Oh, I, that's a reasonable take. Reasonable take. I mean, how how his second goal that Carlton put right on his head, uh, kind of towards the back post at the top of the six. How is nobody like draped all over Martinez in that situation? He's really good at heading the ball for a guy who's really not that tall. Yeah, yeah but that's I, amazing. Scores, scores so many, put a guy on him. <laughs> it just it blows my mind how people can't mark like uh, players on set pieces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, is Seattle, uh, I mean, Ladero jumps out playing, you know, at San Jose and then home against New York city. Um, but how deep can you really go with Seattle on this slate where you have guys at the, at least the attacking positions that you kind of want to fill in? You can go deep on Seattle. Really? Okay. Yeah. Because they're playing better defensively. So you could play, uh, two defenders. As oh, well okay. Okay. Wanted. Sorry. I I, yeah. I was saying about the, their attack, but you're you'd rather yeah focus on Ladero and some defenders. I'm. I mean, I I know Ruidez is someone that um. Skyler's been been saying is a good different, not play. a good one, but uh, an intriguing one maybe for weeks, and now he's finally probably going to get one start in the next two games at least. Um, definitely got to look at. But Will Bruins a guy that I'm considering as well. Stop. <laughs> You're not really not, considering not, him. Not with not with Rui Diaz in the mix now. I don't know. I mean, I think they could probably coexist together in a lineup. So I don't think they he's off the board. They definitely week. are going to play together in a lineup. I think one of these two games. Yeah. He's You're not, not off the board completely. I just I don't I don't love that timeshare. If they do end up splitting time, even if they do play together, I think they'll end up splitting some of the time this week. So. Even if Rui Diaz wasn't even there, Will Bruins not topping. Or cracking your top five with the matchups this week, like you're not really considering him. I think right now I have him at six. I haven't right. finalized my rankings, but I mean that's considering I might not be able to use one of my top three because I need to go differential. Maybe I can't use two of my top three. Um, it it I would be know. kind of awesome if you won MLS fantasy with Will <laughs> Bruin and Wando and Wando. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. I've, uh, I've thought a lot about that. Truly, say that I influenced your run to the, <laughs> run to the first. Or, place. or I use Bruin and Wando and don't get any of the top like yeah, six. Yeah, you finish eleventh. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I just really want to finish first, so I never have to try that hard again. <laughs> it's the, yeah, it's not the often opposite that you of Skyler. Find yeah. In that spot. Um. All right. So you like Ladero. Will Bruin and some defenders. Um, some maybe uh, Stefan Fry. I don't. Mm-hmm. I I think almost every starter for Seattle's in play. Um, 
It just has to be whatever fits your lineup. You just don't think New York City on the road is enough to... So New York City plays um, at Orlando, mm-hmm. and then they have to go the whole way to Seattle. So that's a kind of a brutal road trip. All three forwards on their team are um, just came back from injury. They're training this week, but it's a toss-up as to who's going to be able to play, really, uh, between Via, uh, Inga Brigette, and also Tajori Shradi. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think maybe Via comes on as a sub in both. I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised at that. Is that the second longest trip in Major League Soccer, Orlando to Seattle? Yeah, I mean Vancouver. Right, would Vancouver have to has to be the only furthest, the only further one. I don't know if New York will come back. That almost makes it worse. I feel like. Well, they they only have three days, so right. they probably don't. They probably don't go back to New York. Um, but I mean that the jet lag and um, just sitting that long on a plane is probably not great for for those injuries so so uh whether you think he starts or not do you think will bruin scores more points this week than david via yeah okay all right skyler i guess i'm a little more confident on via playing more i think he starts at least one of these which one Um, um, I think he, I think he could probably start uh, the Orlando game on Thursday, and you know I'm not too opposed. Which I mean, I guess we, since we're talking about the Thursday games, I mean that kind of gives us an opportunity to to do a switcheroo, maybe not with Via, but some a player from that Thursday night group of games. Um, I think is probably where you want to go for uh, some switcheroo targets. Mm-hmm. Is that back-to-back well, this, games on turf too, right? The the second half of your switcheroo. Right. The first half's probably people in the. I mean, you could do Orlando, New York, if you followed it up with Zlatan, maybe, or Ola Kamara, but. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I guess the whole play on the Thursday thing would be reversed. So. Um, yeah, Via would almost be your fallback, and then since he's the risky one. No, What's the, uh, I don't know, right. that's a li- I mean, that's a little risky because that one move could tank the week if I'm trying to come back. Um, I don't know. The The fascinating player for me is Maximiliano Morales mm-hmm. because he has two road games. Um, that could be like a smart fade for me or it could be a must-have player. Hmm. Well, at least it's not your two options on the total opposite side of the spectrum. Um. I think he's going to be pretty <laughs> popular even with – even with oh, uh, two sure. road games, I mean, he's probably, I think, after Almarone, the highest scoring midfielder in the game. I might be wrong on that, but he's up there. So I think, you know, obviously you're going to have folks looking at that and plugging him in just based on that alone. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it's it's Orlando City. Uh, great matchup if he plays. Same for Villa. I mean, I think New York City are going to score a goal or two here. So, I, you know, I don't hate their options. Um, and then yeah, that the second game against Seattle's tougher, but um, I don't know. I just I feel like Villa's got maybe uh, 120 minutes. No way. More than close. <laughs> I guess 120 yeah, I mean, is too much. Got to get him back in the mix. There's a reason that he's been off for as long as he has, and with a guy like that, once he comes back, then you know they're ready. Yeah, well, they also have a break next week, and then they have another double game week. So I don't know that you want to push Via too much this week. 
but you can push him with a week off. Uh, maybe, but I mean, it's his knee, so we're like that's not something where you just need to rest. It's something where if it's it's tired and not fully ready to come back, you could really mess it up. With back-to-back games on turf, Orlando's still on the turf, road isn't it? on turf. Yeah, Orlando, one of the the dirtier teams out there. <laughs> uh, so, in terms of the uh, New York metropolitan area teams, you like the Red Bulls more than New York City FC at DC United and home against Columbus. Yep, I do. Okay, and how deep does that go? I mean, the the common candidates are there in BWP and. Kaku, mm-hmm. um, I guess you can look at Royer, and then it's defenders, pretty yeah. much. Robles? Yeah, that's a definite consideration for me. I was kind of interested in Sean Johnson, but I think I like Robles more. Sean Johnson could be your fallback to Robles in your switcheroo, keeperoo. Uh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, Skyler, what do you think about the Red Bulls? Yeah, I mean, they're interesting. I, I like BWP. Um, anytime you can get him on a double game week, that's a guy that could come through with a, a batch of goals for you. It just feels like he's been, you know, a one-goal wonder, I guess. Like, he scores his goal a game, and that's about all you're getting out of him. Mm-hmm. Which, hey, you know, on a double game week, then that's, that'd be perfectly fine. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like BWP after um, defenders uh, a place that I'm trying to figure out exactly where I want to take a stance on and I think the Red Bulls have some interesting options Kamar Lawrence has been really good Um, Michael Murillo just worked his way back into the lineup he's a guy that I always target for fantasy so um, and then in the midfield I mean you've got Kaku who up there for uh, you know MLS assist leaders this season I just I don't love him after you know his assist appealed and there's not really too much there to, to like about them for fantasy um and then there it feels like miss has been mixing some stuff up in the midfield so i'm just not really sure i kind of want to wait and see how things play out a little bit before i buy into to any more of those guys so right now i think bwp maybe some of their defenders are like the realistic red bull options for me this week yeah i, sh- I should say that bwp is sitting on 99 career mls goals so the next one is 100 um He's already talked about it, so I think a little motivation there for sure. And uh, circling back, Maxi Morales actually is the highest averaging midfielder this season in fantasy. He's above Al Maroon. Wow. A few more goals. That helps. Yeah, and I think recently, too, with with Villa and the rest of the attack out, his production has spiked a pretty good bit. But, I mean, he's still an elite option, especially on double game week. Yeah, I mean, take away Al Maroon's... uh, seven or whatever penalty goals and uh morales has probably had the much better season in terms of just fantasy mm-hmm. is it really that many i don't know but i feel like atlanta had a, so many penalty uh goals at the beginning of the year uh, i'm he, looking at, he's, Almiron at least has three or four i think yeah i'm looking right now he's four or five and yosef okay. martinez is five of six yeah that's a lot of penalties that's a ridiculous amount of penalties like, i mean they probably do earn them but still like 11? Jeez. If Baltimore Toledo refed every match, it would be like 30 penalties. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, let's go to Houston, home against Philadelphia and at Portland. I feel like they're 
not as excite as exciting as they were earlier in the season, but maybe one of you can convince me to get some Houston exposure this week. I know you guys love Senderos. <laughs> Houston's <laughs> really tempting. They didn't start last week. I don't know what's going on with him. We never he's, know what's up. Uh, he's such garbage. <laughs> he's like a... He, he, literally, he could have got a red card against <laughs> Diamande the other week, like four times. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't even know if he got a yellow, to be honest. Where do you guys Houston's stand? Tough. Yeah, that like who do you? Is it Kyoto now? It feels like Kyoto is the play. Just you know, just with his production, his involvement in the attack, it feels like he's involved a little bit more than a guy like Elise. And then you've got Minota supplying the goals. He's, uh, you know, he's he's hot right now. Um, I think Kyoto might be like the safer play of the bunch, and then Minotas might be kind of that forward you're targeting for the goal upside right now. And I just, I don't know, Elise is kind of falling down the radar for me. Um, I still think he's got the tools to put together a pretty big week, but I just, I feel like he's gonna go overlooked for the most part this week, just with his lack of production lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't watch Houston's game this from this past. Uh past match they played, but I was not impressed the the previous few that I saw from Elise. Um I don't know, it's tough though, because Philly, I could totally see Houston having a, a good time against the Philadelphia defense, even though they've been strong, and then Portland's susceptible to allowing some individual um, good moments in attack. I feel like they're well-organized and don't give up like a ton of stuff, but I mean, you could you could individually beat any of their defenders, especially if Diego Chara um, continues not to play. Was he on suspension this past week or injury? He missed the match. I think he was suspended. Suspended. Okay, so he yeah. should be back. But um, anyway, I don't know. Uh, Philly. I Ray Gaddis played it right back against the Galaxy when I went to watch, and I was actually really, imp- really, really impressed with uh, with his game. I think he a lot of the off the ball movement is stuff you don't see too much on the TV, and he was just like almost perfect in that regard. Um, as was Latin, obviously. Somebody made that comment about Rooney the other day, and I responded with, "How many fantasy points do you get for off the ball?" <laughs> Zlatan's was legitimately impressive, and I also loved just watching him complain every time his teammates did something wrong, which was like every play. Every single moment. play, yeah. The the camera's like not even on him and I mean it's on him a lot, but when it's not on him, he's still like just throwing his hands around and uh it was a, a real treat. <laughs> I that's that's my number one forward this week. Mine as well so far. Yeah, so Zlatan has played uh just over a thousand minutes now in major league soccer. And I haven't seen all 1,063 minutes, but I'm not sure I've seen him run yet. Is that possible? He runs, but, um, not fast. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. I just think he He... should be running. And he's just, that's just how he runs. He he had a semi breakaway in the, the game against Philadelphia. And he very quickly was, was caught up to, and just had to throw a cross in. Right. But, um, I, they had like three guys around him in some moments, and he's just he can't outrun them, but he just somehow gets the ball to the right spot away from them. Um, I don't know. He's I think he's kind of figuring things out more than when I because I was a a little bit of a hater at first for fantasy, especially when he came over because he just like you said, it looked like he was 
involved like he might have played 90 minutes but he actually played like five minutes Mm -hmm. um and that was really uninspiring to take for fantasy purposes but it's something i feel like has lit a fire under him somewhat and um i like the the game against philadelphia pouring rain miserable i was miserable um we were supposed to have seats under the cover because both sides in philadelphia are under um this kind of like tarp over hanging thing Mm -hmm. are our section was the only one that somehow like blew off or ripped oh, off no. and uh, torrential downpour. But I was I was sure that once they got the lead two one, Zlatan was going to come off. I thought even at one one he just looked miserable. But um, he stayed out the whole game and he battled the whole time. Hmm. He runs back for to defend every corner kick. I mean, maybe not uh, being in the Olympic or the World Cup really rubbed him the wrong way. Hmm. Okay. Uh... He's locked into my lineup. Where how where else should I go for the Galaxy? Alessandrini. Yeah, he didn't even start the last match, and when he, I mean, when he comes on, he gets a yellow card like every time. But, uh, <laughs> I I think he yeah, can I make double check that he's not on a warning this week. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's a good call. I don't think he is, but uh, I think I he has picked up a card in like his last three games, so it's worth making sure, I guess. <laughs> He has five this season. But he what, is that it? Are you serious? Yeah. It's three in the last has, five games. Yeah, I was going to say, I would have guessed he had five in like the last month and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, do you really not play him if he doesn't, if he's on a warning? No, nah, I think he's still go with him. I mean, I guess you could use that switcheroo scenario if you really want, if it, if it made you feel better, but. Um, no, nah, I think I think he's locked in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, that's like a serious game theory situation for me because it's I, I pretty much do with Alessandrini whatever I think the other person's not gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He uh he's not anywhere he's on so the volatile. He's so volatile in terms of playing time, um, the cards like we said, and even production to an extent that uh, I mean, I pretty much I think I have to do whatever. I think the other person isn't going to do. Hmm. Okay. Now um, that doesn't help the listener. If you're a listener, I would probably play him. <laughs> what about your guy Siani, JD? You were, were treated to a goal. Yeah, I was also treated to him. Also, he should have been red carded multiple times. <laughs> but, uh, he he just can't keep up with anyone, and his hands are all over every single player that kind of tries to run past him, and the the ref just didn't didn't see like anything or care i think he got a yellow at one point but yes um, he did somehow that turned into a a bunch of fantasy bonus points because he i mean besides the goal it looked like he had a pretty nice haul like four or five bonus points from somewhere so yeah i feel like he he was pretty involved to be honest um and they started out with five in the back and romney was a wing back and he was so bad and so out out of place but he was like really trying and putting in the work but siani was kind of running the show in the three at the back. And then when Hilliard Arce went off, I think at halftime. Yep. Uh, for Alessandrini. Yeah. Romney went, Romney continued to struggle a little bit. He had his moments up and down, but, uh, I don't, I don't know. I like their back line always looks so shaky to me, but they do, they do figure it out from time to time. And the second game this week, they host Orlando. So that could be a shutout. Mm-hmm. Bingham. Probably not. 
Nah, I, I think I'm. I think. What was that, Skyler? Yeah, I just I think I'm going with with Alcid here, uh, and I just Bingham's probably second behind Alcid, but it feels like I'm I'm pretty set on, you know, DC having a good couple of games in their in their new digs, Audi Stadium. They got Colorado, who we mentioned earlier, just shipped. Uh, Dominique Baji to FC Dallas, so their attack just doesn't sound, doesn't seem threatening to me. I'm I'm banking on DC getting a clean sheet in that, at least one of these. Mm-hmm. I really hope Colorado has a forward lined up to bring in because if if all they have is Bowley for the rest of the season, I mean Jack McBean, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> I I'm very skeptical about that, but um. I don't. They're not going to shut out the Red Bulls, so it's highly unlikely. I guess is how I would phrase that. Right. It's it's unlikely, but it's MLS, so. The the I thing with DC United, yeah. The thing with their defense or a keeper, or whatever you're going to use, is do you just put them straight in, or do you put them on the bench? If it's keeper, obviously you put them on the bench, but uh, defenders, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know any defender from DC United that looks appealing to me, even with two home games. I I feel that, but I, the Red Bulls and Colorado are both teams that you could get a lot of clearances against. Yeah. Ah. And interceptions, for that matter. I mean... I mean, who are we realistically talking about? <laughs> Steve Birnbaum or something? Yeah. Like, yeah, Freon? I mean, any, either of their center backs, really. Uh, I don't like it as much as you don't like it, but uh, this lineup of Briant, Wando, and uh, Bruin is just nothing. I mean, screams like championship. Skyler, together for the last week. Yeah, if you're so confident that Usted's your guy out of these eight teams, and then you're scoffing at playing any defender, that doesn't really add up. I know I, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but that's where I was going <laughs> with, the, with defender. It just like it feels like Usted's maybe the guy. Um, to target with two home games like when you look at dc and san jose as being the, the only two teams with home games then if it's between those two then it's usid for me but I mean, even some of the san jose defenders feel a little bit safer than uh than dc's options <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's rough. Well, I, I appreciate you trying to mislead the listeners uh to my benefit that's <laughs> we all know that's what this whole podcast is mm-hmm. this week yeah it's just a sham <laughs> anything for the team <laughs> Scott where are you sitting now forgot to ask I'm at, yeah I'm at 58th overall oh um, pushing for top 50 yeah top 50 would be nice really I'm just I'm trying to top that Atlanta United League I've kind of given me something to play for over the last several weeks and going into last week I was number two and uh, like I said we're so close I, I got just the one point that I needed to uh, <laughs> To jump him for to jump nice. the guy that was in first, so mm-hmm. gives me something to play for going into the final week. It's not a two thousand dollar gift card like JD, but you know I'd be I'd be happy if I could say I took down the Atlanta League. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Andrew, where are you at? Uh, I had a horrible week twenty, which pushed me back, and then last week I got up to one nineteen. I'm oh, not sure. What? It's going to be half 100 is in reach. Uh, I'm going to have to have a monster week and have other people not to to get there. I feel like for the last I could look back if I could do that sort of thing on the website these days, but 
I'm pretty sure I've been, I've had like six or eight weeks in a row where I'm like, I think this is the week and I've like gotten into the top hundred midweek and then, yeah, uh, I get pushed back out. So that's the goal, I guess. That's the goal. Uh, who are you captaining? Let me ask Skylar. I don't, I don't want to know JD. Yeah, I think right now, I think Zlatan's uh, probably my captain mm-hmm. as of the moment. I mean, he's... He's That's got where I the, the, Yeah, he's That's got the right. brace or hat trick potential in each game. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing you got to be concerned about is if he is uh, rested a little bit. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like that first game at LAFC, I mean, it's kind of a home game pretty much. I mean, yeah, it's, it's at their at LAFC's stadium, but still, I mean, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a big one. And I feel like he shows up for that. And then on the weekend, he's got Orlando city at home. So I mean, it's just both those matchups are not dream matchups for him, but I think games that have some goals in them, I feel like he's going to be involved. So yeah, I feel like he's probably the safest captain. Yeah. He's pretty pumped up for the Los Angeles FC game. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. I think, the so much is put on home road splits in MLS. And I think people don't realize that most of, or a big part of it is the travel. Like we were talking about how uh, New York city FC is like going to Orlando and then to Seattle, but like being able to play a road game in your, in the same town that you play your home games in. I think people in LA, LAFC fans would probably remind me that it's not technically the same since uh, the galaxy play out in Carson city, but <laughs> basically the same uh and so yeah. no you're right you know yeah. you don't you don't necessarily or you don't have that was a lot of time this week uh jd I, i'm gonna make it easier for you um would you captain bruin or wando <laughs> bruin if i have to pick between those two okay. i, I do don't mean, know if you have I, to honestly I, you get to what's that I, what do you mean you have to you get to choose oh, between yeah, I, that's a privilege yes yeah. <laughs> um i i don't know what i'm doing with any anything on my team yet this week it's only monday i've hardly had had a chance to di- digest everything from this past week um still jet lagged i mean it's it's a tough life being an mls fan <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be honest the the jet lag coming back is supposed to be what was the worst and it i was all right because i had somehow managed to stay awake the entire plane ride back wow uh, so i basically went to sleep when we got back at the equivalent of like what i was was getting at five or six a.m in europe um, so I don't know. It was, I was a little tired the next day, but, uh, nothing, nothing major. Humble brag. <laughs> uh, all right. Did we, uh, touch on everything? I, I, I guess. So. I, I mean, mean, yeah. It was like defenders again. That's, that's, I think that's one that you're really going to have to, uh, take a stance on where you feel like you're going to get the most clean sheet points. I mean, I guess that's what, that's what you do every week with a defender, right? But. It doesn't yeah, well, if, feel like there's any one defender that like pops off as like the top defender for me this week. Yeah, and all the center backs, um, not all the center backs, but a lot of the the better center backs are out there for the the double. So, um, or maybe goal scoring center backs is what I wanted to say. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, how about if first of all, Skyler's right with the defenders. If you need to catch up to somebody. Uh, you want to correlate your clean sheets. You want them to be probably from the same team, and you definitely don't want to counteract. Like uh, you don't want to have a forward that's going against one of your defenders. Most weeks that's fine, but if you really need to catch up, you kind of need to to hit a home run. Like perfect scenario, try to correlate some of these plays you're making, um, and that that does start with clean sheets. 
I like how you gave Skyler credit for giving the idea about correlating when he said he's <laughs> definitely playing uh, Ousted and not a DC United uh, defender. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, but he did uh, say, uh, I don't know uh, what he yeah. said. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> At the top, I think for me, I always, usually if it's, if it's, uh, goalkeepers with two home games then i'm gonna i'm gonna go that direction and since there's only two on the board and it just yeah, came I, down picking one or the other and ousted was up give me some tarbell mm, <laughs> no, there we go don't there do it <laughs> yeah how about how about also if you're a listener um and you're kind of gearing up for the second half of the season if you have any questions why don't you throw them uh, at at us on twitter and we can help you out before the start of the next spring season Excellent idea. You can find uh, JD at DFS MLS, Skyler's at DraftKicks, and I'm at Rotowire Andrew. Uh, if you send them to me, I will most likely just send them to Skyler and JD since yeah, I, mean, we can I outsource all my MLS stuff to them. Yeah, we can discuss them on the podcast next week. If you like, have anything about kind of just overall uh, kind of theory, team construction, um, how to do the, the switcheroo, if that confuses you, we can we can break it all down. That's right. That's right. Uh, all right, uh, gentlemen, I'm really looking forward to JD's victory lap next week. I'm not going to lie. I really hope it happens because Make uh, it happen. yeah, it'd be very fun. Uh, so JD, good luck. I hope everybody around you has horrible weeks. I apologize if you're a regular listener's podcast and you're competing with JD, but uh, he's actually on here, so I have to support him. Uh, <laughs> so JD, good luck. Skyler, I hope you crack this top 50, and uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah, good luck, everybody. Good luck, guys. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.